have our main man, David K, filling in tonight Yo. for Coleman. What is up? But he's not really filling in because you were here last week. Yes. So this is your second time around. Yeah. But you're in the hot seat. Yeah. See, because bam, look at your view. Whoa. See? Whoa. Hey, hey whoa. hello, hey. everybody. And I have so jeans on, no shorts. Jeans, jeans on. Jeans oh, right. Whoa. Yes. Oh, hey now. man. Fancy. Fancy. Oh, hey now. Fancy schmancy. Anyway. Hey, Coleman, he's wearing pants, man. Oh, man. Okay? Oh, man. We're doing big things here. We're doing big things here. And then I have my lovely, beautiful, the most greatest little girl in the whole wide world. She's 11. My daughter, Rebecca Ryan. Hi. Hi. Wave, wave to Facebook Live. Wave to the world. Hello. There's my daughter. All right, everybody. There we go. So, first we're going to talk about a couple things real quick. We went to the... You didn't go. We went to the... Buenos Noches. What was it called? Puerto Buenos, Rico dinner. Puerto Rico dinner. What? Buenos Noches sounds better. Is that good night? I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. Okay, me I think it is. That's good night. Yeah. Good night in Spanish. We went to a Puerto Rican fundraising dinner. Oh, sweet. Yeah, because the, what grades, Olivia and Becca? Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Ninth graders are going, ninth graders are going to Puerto Rico. Really? Yeah, for a mission trip, man. Oh, a mission trip? Yes. Not vacation. The school. That's cool. Well, I know, right? Only That's ninth awesome. Grade. No, only ninth grade? Like ninth, tenth, eleventh, I think. Okay. See, my daughter knows more than me. I don't know. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah, there are some older kids. I don't know. A bunch of kids are going from our school are going to Puerto Rico. That's all That's I know. Awesome. My niece Olivia is one of them. Okay. So they had to raise money for it. So they okay. did the smart thing and did a food fundraiser because you know everybody likes food. Amen. Amen. And everybody likes Puerto Rican food. Amen. Okay. Who doesn't like rice and beans? Come on now. Now nah, come on, man. And some pollo. Ros con pollo. Ros con delicious. That's about delicious. the only Spanish I speak. Ros con pollo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Papa's fritas. Yes. So that's like that's Chicharrons. Chicharrons, yeah. Adobo. Yeah. Yes. Spanish no, that's Club. Mom that's said it was called the Spanish the Club. The Spanish Club. Spanish okay. Club. okay. Thank you, honey. All right, so my wife Sweet. just told me the Spanish Club is going to Puerto Rico on a trip, and my uh, my niece was uh, had to work it, and uh, it was a very good uh, Spanish uh, entree dinner thing. That's awesome. That we went, and we ate. And they had, you know what they had? What are those things that I like? The little fold over things? Uh, uh, empanadas. empanadas. Yeah, yeah. Bam. Mm. Right? Yeah, I know. Yes. I love empanadas. Wow. So an empanadas, a little yellow rice with some uh, peas or whatever they're called. They're called like Spanish peas or yeah. whatever. You know, the little brown I like things. when they put like the green olives in yeah, there. That's my favorite. With, like little chunks of ham. I was a little Come disappointed on, because <sighs> they didn't have the, I didn't, my, at least my little, my spoonful. Yeah. Didn't have the green ham. Okay. Okay. Right. Or not the green ham. I mean, the green the olives. Uh, the olives. Yeah. olives. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, green ham. I don't know why I said green oh, ham. So good. Yeah, the olives are so good. It makes it so good. Yes. But anyway, we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people there. They did some dances. They showed us some of the skits they were going to do. Uh, and then we prayed for them. And we're excited that they're going. Uh, they're going to go to a a, uh, a town in Puerto Rico that really needs uh, to hear the gospel. That's awesome. You know? So they're going to get yeah. there and do things. And I and it's, it's, it's awesome that I get to see my niece, who's uh, 14 years old, ninth grade. That's awesome. Desiring to go yeah. and give the gospel to another country. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, that's powerful, that's so cool. man. Right? That's Absolutely, powerful. Man. So we had a really good time. We enjoyed it. Uh, we went as a family. Took up, you know, how the Ryans roll. We roll deep. <laughs> yeah, okay? man. People are like, save, save some spots at your table for us. Listen, we are the table. Yeah. Okay? There's sure. no savings. Yeah, and when man. we show up, there's no saving spots for us. Absolutely. Okay? Well, we're not saving spots for you anyway. So, all right. So let's talk about some of the shows that are coming up on Life Radio tomorrow. Dave, what do we got? Uh, well, 12 o'clock, we've got Sports Talk. Sports Talk. Which and is who, pretty cool. And who runs that? I believe it's uh, Torres. Andrew Torres, Andrew Torres. Our main man, yeah, Andrew absolutely. Torres. Sometimes yep. I'll have like, some special guests on there. Yes. Uh, hopefully, they'll talk about the Masters. Yeah, I, I'd, yeah, be, I'd I, be interested to see what they're talking about. I, the I hope they on. do. The Masters, or they yeah. could talk about the football draft coming up. That is true. There's I mean, plenty of things to talk about going plenty on Plenty of things to talk All about. All kinds of cool things. Yes. So, absolutely. So. And then we got Matt. 
Matt Bowen. Pastor Matt. Yes. Outsourced at 3 o'clock. Outsourced. That's a good show. It is a really good show. Yeah. Last you know, week was pretty awesome. That was about um, uh, vax vaccinations. or anti-vax. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yes. It's a very good show. How very, very old good did show. you say Olivia was? 14. She's 15. Okay. 14, 15. She's a young teenager. Man, yeah. I'm just getting corrected left yeah. and right by my I daughter. told somebody my six-year-old no, was no, three no. the it's, other it day. It was mom so. again. It was mom again? Oh, mom was correcting me. See, my wife from home <laughs> yeah, is yeah. correcting me. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Story of my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I do like outsource. I did like the Absolutely. vaccine topic. I wish I could have got into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But let me just talk about the sports talk one, okay? Yes. All I know is like one of the first episodes, I'm watching it. And I don't know who the guy's on. But he was a big Peyton Manning fan. And he kept talking about Peyton Manning this and Peyton Manning that and Peyton Manning this. And I just wanted to call in. I tried, but they wouldn't answer the phone and tell him that Peyton Manning stinks. It could be worse. Peyton Manning stinks, though. It could Everybody be Tom. Thought, well, we won't no, 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 no. Listen, now let's talk. No, stop. Don't get a shot with Tom Brady because he's the best that ever did it, my friend. Tom Brady no comment. Is, is the best that ever played the Ew. game. Now, now, Peyton Manning, though, has the worst playoff record in the history of playoffs for yes. quarterbacks. Yes. Horrible. Yes. Can't win the big game. Correct. Stinks. His brother, Eli, I'm a Giants fan. Yes. Although, during the regular season, cannot compete with Peyton Manning, is yeah. way better than his Correct. brother mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know who it was. I just, just I know this was like a month ago. But if yeah. you're listening, it might have been you, Nick. And you're the Peyton Manning guy. Yeah. Please <laughs> stop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For he sure. can't win the big game. His defense won at one time. He played horrible. The next time his defense won it again. He played horrible. Mm-hmm. He's just not good. I don't like him. Anyway, I like him as a guy though. I think he's a great Papa John's commercial guy though. Yes. He's awesome. He does his commercials pretty good. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Enough about the shows. Better pizza. What is it? Better pizza, Papa John's. Uh, something like Whatever. that. Yeah. All right. So what's our, our topic tonight? Is mm. Are you just being nice mm. or, or we'll say supportive or are you actually enabling people? Yeah. And this is where that line, people don't understand where it ends and where, where, where being nice ends and where kind of like enabling, enabling. begins, yeah, you know? Sure. And this is a hard topic. Now, I deal with it a lot. You know, I deal with it at Teen Challenge. I deal with parents. Um, and they want to know what they should and should not do, or people call me because they want me to help their son get into a program, whatever, blah, 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 or with overcomers, and they don't know where being nice and being supportive ends and where enabling begins. So I think it's an important topic for us to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Especially this day and age with the rampant spread of addiction. Correct. And so many parents now really heavily involved, Mm -hmm. not knowing what to do, not knowing how to handle it. Uh, I see it on Facebook all the time, parents talking about uh, their kids and what they're dealing with, or somebody just died, they wish they would have changed, they wish they did something Mm -hmm. different, you know, so I thought it was a good topic to talk about, so I think we're going to get a little bit involved in that. Um, I don't know if we should take a break yet. Nah, it's 10, 10, 11, 10, 11. Yeah, we got some. We got a little time. We got a little time. So let's talk about that for a second. I have a couple quotes I want to read. Hold on, I'm going to get my laptop and bring it over here near me so I can see them. All right. This, this one I thought was really good. Ready? We cripple people who are capable of walking because we choose to carry them. Ooh. I mean, that's good. Wow. Now, listen to that. We cripple people who are capable of walking because we choose to carry them. Yeah. So there are people who can walk and mm-hmm. who, who can actually do something with their lives, but instead of enabling them to do that, yeah. we decide to do it for them. For sure. First thing I would say is parents do that a lot with their kids, mm-hmm. okay? Um, 
They have kids that live at home. And, and this is one thing that will lead to um, immaturity, irresponsibility, and possibly addiction, especially with kids who are... Their parents let them live at home. They don't work. They don't got to do anything. They yeah. give money for this. They give money for that. They have no responsibilities. Yeah. And they are enabling them uh, instead of actually supporting them and helping them. Absolutely. Now, I, sure. t- I can tell you what I do with my kids. Mm-hmm. My boys will tell you, both Cameron and Tyler. Listen, you're going to stay in this house. Here's yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah, man. You're going to go to college or you're going to work full time. Yep. You're going to buy your own car. I gave them a little bit of money to buy their car, but not much. Yep. I said, you're going to buy your own car. You're going to pay your own car insurance. You're going to put your own gas in there. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Exactly. For you sure. can eat my food. You can live rent free. Rent rent free, and you can take a shower. Absolutely. Ho- you know. Hopefully they they're taking showers. Yeah. I know they are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but after that, you're on your own, man. Yeah. So absolutely. I got to tell you what. They both did a good job. Yeah. They both go to college. They both are working. Both got their own cars. Yeah. Both have their own car insurance. Mm-hmm. Both put gas in a car. Yep. You know. I, I can't complain. Very smart young men. Yes, sure. they are smart. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Very good. So. Yeah. So. What we what we need to decide is what is the difference between enabling and being nice. So here's a few things I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up right now. Let me just let me get this laptop open here. Okay, so helping or supporting, we'll just say being supportive. Mm-hmm. Here's like kind of the definition of that. It is doing something for someone else that they are not capable of doing for themselves. Right. Yep. Um, that is uh, helping or being nice or supporting, you can't, you know, that, someone who can't do something, they can't do something for themselves, they're not capable of doing it, that's what that is, okay? And then there comes like a, a like a crossroad or like a boundary there mm-hmm. where this is what happens. Enabling is doing things for someone else that they can and should be doing for themselves. Yeah, man. Okay? Yep. Do you know what that means, Becca? No. Okay. That means that daddy, this is where daddy's, Boundary line messes up with the, the daughter. Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, lie. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Daddy <laughs> should not always be buying you things mm. and spoiling you. Okay, when we go out, I shouldn't always be giving in to your little cuteness and saying, "Okay, I'll get you that." I should be setting up some boundaries and saying, "No." Let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> of course. Right. Yeah, let's not do that. I don't like the way that okay. sounds. Sad. All right, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> All right. But those are some of the things that, that we should uh, we should do. Mm-hmm. You know, but we should. I, I, you know, I mean, she's eleven. She's my daughter. Okay? Yeah, it's my only daughter. I got four boys, one girl. You know, don't judge me. All right, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, so, absolutely. All right. So, and helping is doing something for someone else that they are not capable of doing for themselves, and enabling is doing for someone else they cannot that they can and should be doing for themselves. And in the world of addiction, especially. Um, mm-hmm. This is where parents have problems. Yeah. Okay. Um, for myself, you know, parents always call me and they they go, um, "Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to kick him out because he could, he might die out there." I say, "Okay. Well, yeah. you, listen, he might die in your living room mm-hmm. or in his bedroom because you're allowing him yeah. to come home. You're giving him money. He's going out and getting the drugs. He's coming home, and then he's using in your house. Yeah. But then the, the big excuse is, well, at least I know where he is, and I know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, With your money in your house. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's that that's no excuse, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. If you let him keep doing, or her, sorry, I don't want to be, you know. Yeah, use, yeah. I don't want to use the wrong pronouns here yeah, for in sure. today's society. Yeah. Uh, so we'll use both of them. Him or her, or they, whatever you want to call them. Um, if you don't draw the line, yeah. right, and say, if you don't stop, 
I, I can't let you live in this house. Yeah. They're not going to stop. Yeah, for sure. You're just going to keep enabling them. Absolutely. All right? Then they say, well, he just needed money for some food. Okay, listen. Yeah, come on. Stop. Come on. Stop. Don't give them money for food. Yeah. Give them some food. Give them food. Right. Absolutely. Now. For sure. Also, too, though, there's a there's a place where that becomes a problem, too, because I knew as an addict that if I could get you to give me food, then I'd be able to eat, and that would let me keep the money in my pocket mm-hmm. for my drugs. Yep. So even sometimes feeding people, and I know it's hard to say that because it's a hard line to 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 really understand is sometimes when you feed people yeah. who you know are an addiction, mm-hmm. I mean, you want to help them, I get it. But even when you do that, you're still kind of enabling them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you have to be able to draw the line. Being nice to them would say, I'm going to pray for you, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, but what I have to do, I'm going to pray for you, I'm going to pray that God gets a hold of you, but what I have to do, the, the loving, nice thing to do is saying, you got to stop, or if you don't, you can't stay here anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And then if they don't stop, you let you have to tell them to leave. Yeah, tough love isn't bad love. No, no. You Je- know, Jesus used tough love. Yeah. He was a tough you know? love kind absolutely. of guy. Absolutely. Got to be that way he, sometimes. He put some boundaries on it. Like, yeah, absolutely. It is, and that right? doesn't mean you got to, like, point the finger and scream and yell and, you know, whatever. You know, sometimes that needs to happen, though. Yeah. You know, but, sometimes it's like, well, Johnny, or, yeah, you, know, right, right. you know, well, let's just talk. Like, right. now you're like yo, bro. Yeah. Come on. Right. What are you doing? Right. You know, and there's a time and a place for that. Yeah. And you got to bring reality to the situation. Absolutely. I mean, what, things are actually happening, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, unfortunately, people who uh, have loved ones who are in addiction, they have a, a tendency to put blinders on. Yeah. You know, they don't want to see everything that's actually really going on. Yeah. You know, uh, so sure. they so they kind of ignore it and they put some blinders on so that they don't have to deal with it. But yeah. th- that line is very important to know uh, when to stop and, and when to start. And I do have some a few other things that I could talk about that I'm going to right now. First of all, one of the things is, um, oh, where is it at? Where is it? I lost it. I lost it. Okay. One, we have to allow God to work. Okay. Mm, yeah. Galatians 6, 7 tells us, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You always harvest what you plant. Yeah. So if you're planting, and I don't know how to word this, but if you're enabling somebody, you're planting that whatever they're doing, you're kind of like, I don't even say planting, you're kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like watering the seed that's already there. Yeah, right? correct. You're when promoting, you're promoting unhealthy the, growth. That's right. Yeah, that's sure. right. Yeah. You see the weed in that person, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Instead of pulling it out. Instead of pulling it out. Hey, let's put miracle Grow on it. Let's water yeah. it <laughs> like, and what? fertilize it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. that we grow a garden of so weeds. So it can be a beautiful weed. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah, no, okay. No. So that's one of the things you yeah. have to allow God to work. Yeah. It takes absolutely. faith, right? Yeah, and it takes time. Ta- it does it take time. time. It takes time you know, and sure. it takes faith. Most definitely. Absolutely. That's good. That's yep. good, David. That's good. Yep. Okay. Now, comfortable people have zero motiva- motivation to change their behavior. If you allow somebody to be comfortable in the, in what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? You don't draw any hard boundaries. You don't put any lines. You, you don't say, I'm going to stop enabling this person. They're going to have no motivation to change because they're comfortable in what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Doing. Okay? Yeah. Hebrews 12.11 says... And this is one of my favorites, actually. I, I tell this to the guys at Teen Challenge mm-hmm. when, I, when we have to discipline them. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. 
Mm. Now, I can tell you with my own experience, and you've probably experienced this in your life, too, with some of the things you've been through, mm -hmm. uh, that the discipline that you had to receive was not, you didn't enjoy it. Yeah, no, absolutely no. not. N nobody enjoys discipline. Right? No. Right. But your life would not be in the, the way it is now. It wouldn't be in that right living state mm -hmm. um, and in that kind of state of peace, although life isn't perfect, not everything's not always great, but I'm just saying you wouldn't be where you were now if you didn't receive that discipline when Correct. you when you needed it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, it's very important that people understand that, okay? Um, one thing I was always taught is, Sean, you got to just grow a backbone, mm. okay? Yeah. You have to grow a backbone on the situations that you're, you're dealing with. And it took me a while because one thing... And it's hard for, although addicts, we know when we're when people are trying to uh, use and abuse people, they're trying yeah. to manipulate through it. But then you kind of also have a heart for them because you've been there. Yeah, you get it. You get it, right? Yeah. You know what they're going through. You know mm -hmm. what they're dealing through. And sometimes, like we would be, me and my <laughs> wife, we would be out walking. We'd be like in, um, like a city or something like that. And um, you know, someone would come up to us and ask us for some money. And I'd be like, oh man, I'm like, nah, I can't. And then I'd be walking down the street, and something would just come inside of me and say, Sean, just go, 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 give him, give him a few bucks, talk to him a little bit. So I would just go and I would talk to him. I'd say, yeah. come for a walk with me. Let's talk, you know? And I would talk to him about, you know, addiction and, and how I used to be an addict and, you know, how the Lord changed me. And I would try to give him the gospel a little bit and uh, just try to talk to him. And, and I know they're kind of like in and out, but I'm like, I got to at least try. Yeah. Got to sure. throw some seed on there. Let me see Absolutely. what happens. Um, and then I would usually buy them something to drink and something to eat. And then, of course, they'd be like, yo, can I think I can get a couple of dollars, too? I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then I would give in. I would give in. I ain't going to yeah. lie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. For I sure. gave in. Not because, yeah. not because, just because I just knew, man. I just, I just remember being in that position and, and just walking around. And when, and when somebody would talk to me and actually give me a little bit of money where I just know I could go get my fix, I know it's hard to say. It mm -hmm. was just like a, a whole weight, like, looked at my shoulder. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give this guy a couple dollars. Yeah. It's tough though. It's tough. That line for being nice and supportive and and enabling is very difficult. So here's what we're gonna do. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Now I have a couple songs here I'm thinking about playing. Uh-oh. I have I'll raise a hallelujah. Mm. That's a good one. Seven minutes and fifty seconds though. Mm. Okay. Then I got my joy remix. Mm. And I think every time again. Is that that rap song? Yeah. What are they called again? Social Club Misfits. Social Club and Misfits. This is a new single off their brand new EP Mood, which had released the day before last week. So ah. it's a brand new song. So that's what I kinda so. know. So we should play that one? Yeah. I mean, I'm always gonna You wanna hear rap? Yeah. My yeah. daughter wants to hear some. Shout rap. out to uh, Social Club. All right, so my daughter said let's play the rap. So I'm gonna play some <laughs> rap and we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, every time I don't wanna tie, I need to win it every time uh. They wanna connect, bet I know the reason why yeah. I lost a couple friends, we gon' celebrate their lives yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, yeah, every, every time If we pop up in your city, we, we gon' shut, shut it down hey. I gotta rep the squad, even if I'm out of town My circle extra small, yeah, we don't play around no. You know how we do it every, every time Every time, yeah, every, we are every not the same as a disconnect. Uh, These rappers buying chains with chains around their neck. Whoa. I do it for the people who got nothing left. And if I did it for the money, I would probably quit. <laughs> That's real though. Lately, I've been feeling insecure. I wanna make the music people can't ignore. And talking to God's feeling more like a chore. 
I can't go back to the way things were before Feel like I'm stuck here Running out of luck here Success equals love here But that don't mean too much, yeah Find a piece inside of me Self-fulfilling prophecy Until they see the God of me Every time I don't wanna tie I need to win it every time They wanna connect Bet I know the reason why I lost a couple friends We gon' celebrate their lives Every time, yeah Every, every time If we pop up in your city We gon' shut it down I gotta rep the squad even if I'm out of town My circle extra small, yeah, we don't play around You know how we do it every, every time Every time, yeah, every, every time I think about my childhood, it starts up in 89 Nickelodeon watching Double Dead with the slime Time was so much simpler, wishing I could go back But the future's now upon us, adapt and you could get left back And who do we make music for? All of y'all for sure If you're listening to this song, that means we bout to tour That means merch bout to be so proper Rappers falling for these cheapo offers That's beyond me It's obvious we have been working, working Bought the monkey wrench the game again on purpose Boys are back in town just in time for service I wake up every morning knowing I don't deserve this I'm living out my dreams like I always knew All these arenas I hope we hit Barclays soon Oh Madison Square You know when calling we there Be aware every time I don't wanna tie, I need to win it every time uh, They wanna connect, bet I know the reason why yeah. I lost a couple friends, we gon' celebrate their lives yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, yeah, every, every time If we pop up in your city, we gon' shut it down I gotta rep the squad, even if I'm out of town My circle extra small, yeah, we don't play around You know how we do it every, every time Time, time, every, every time Time, time This is Life Radio WIFI, 1460 AM, Florence, Burlington. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. President Trump says he's considering a plan to pressure Democrats to support his border policies by placing illegal immigrants in sanctuary cities. They say we have open arms. They're always saying they have open arms. Let's see if they have open arms. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, whose district would be affected by the plan, says the notion is unworthy of the presidency and would use migrants and children as political pawns. New restrictions on transgender service members are now in effect nearly two years after President Trump tweeted he would ban them from serving. The new policy requires troops to serve in their biological sex, and the military will no longer pay for sex reassignment surgeries unless a service member has already been receiving treatment. President Trump has argued transgender medical care is too costly. I think I'm doing the military a great favor. The fight over the policy is not over, as the issue plays out in four different lawsuits. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. This is Fox News. <laughs> Donald Trump is a funny dude, man. <laughs> Some of the things he says are just like, what? I think I'm doing, I, I'm doing I'm the, military favor. A, a great favor. Thank you, Donald. The Donald. Anyway, yeah. what an interesting president. Yeah, man. I mean, he's done a pretty good job. I, whatever. You know, I don't want to get to the whole politics thing, although yeah. I do love to talk about politics. Oh, man. Not um, me. You know, I wish he would stop tweeting and speaking yeah and just do, like doing things cuz yeah, you know sure. hey the economy's great it's better taxes are down like a lot of a lot of, a lot of good things are going on but dude stop talking bro. please bro so all right so listen to this one i, I got to go in and then we're going to talk about something else too at the same same topic there's now, now listen 
Everybody who's listening right now, you need to listen to this, okay? You need to listen to this, especially parents of kids, someone who has a relative or a family member that's in addiction uh, or some type of problem. You ready? To rescue people from the natural consequences of their behavior is to render them powerless. Okay? You are taking any opportunity away from them to have any power over the situation they're in. Obviously, they got to go to God for that. We all understand that. You're powerless over your problems. But if you rescue them from their natural consequence, the consequence actually is going to happen and things are happening, you are rendering them powerless. You're not giving them an opportunity. So do not do it. Now listen. Let me ask you a couple questions. You if you if you think if you do this, mm-hmm. you may have a problem with enabling. You ready? Do you find yourself making excuses for someone else? Wow. Mm. Give you an example. Um, he's just he's sick. He's sick today. Yeah, he's just not feeling good. He's he's you know he's you know, going through a lot. Right he's going now. through a lot right now. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. He's just you know oh. He, he just, you know, he's he's just borrowing the money from me. Yeah, he's going to give it back. He's going to give it back. He's good for he's it. He's good yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, he's going to give it back. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. He's just borrowing the car to, you know, just he's going to go to the store. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's, he's not. He's going gonna, to the store. He's not going. He's going to, yeah, he's going to the bodega. <laughs> yeah. That's the store he's going to in Camden. Yeah. Okay. Things like that. Or have you routinely lied for someone? Ooh. Right. Wow. You know? Yeah. Uh, where where was uh, Steve tonight? Oh, Steve was, uh, you know, he was working late. He decided to put a little overtime in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little overtime in. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Why are his eyes so red? Allergies. Got allergies. You know what I mean? Why is his nose so stuffy? Sick. He got cold. Yeah, he's just going it's, it's cold. He's got the, yeah, Why cold. are his eyes all bloodshot? Right. Why the uh, blood it's shot? allergies. It's allergies. Springs. Right, it's spring exactly. yeah, it's yeah. allergies. He's allergic to cats. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know like cats, there's bugs. It's like when yeah. you do those things, you are enabling people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are naming or or let's say like your kid, you let your kids skip school mm. because they didn't finish their homework. Don't shake your hands up, girl, like that. Yeah, that's enabling them. Absolutely. To re, to be OK with not completing their assignments on time. Yeah. You are enabling <clears throat> them. You're not being nice. You're not being sport. You're enabling them. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I get listen. Hey. We're all parents. Yeah, okay? absolutely. I'm not saying I haven't done it. I'm not going to lie. I believe that we have done this. I believe that we have. But when that's a continual thing, right? Correct. That's enabling your child to realize that it's okay to not follow through yeah. On the things that they're required. To Maybe I don't. I don't have to finish my book report because because dad's right. gonna just tell them that's that I'm right. sick, that's so I don't right. have to do that. Right, right. Yeah. And that pattern of behavior will go, carry oh, yeah. with them, and Absolutely. it'll carry to their employment. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna go into work today. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I'm supposed to have something done. You know, a deadline. I have a deadline for something. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna call it sick. Tell oh me. no, my allergies. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, my allergies are kicking in. I'm gonna yeah. lie. Something like that. So mm-hmm. so you're building enabling patterns of behavior yeah. when you do things like that. All right. Sure. So. Let's let me give. I'm going to give you a little example of of enabling, right? Uh, from Teen Challenge. So, this weekend uh, on on Wednesday on Wednesday nights at our chapel services, you are allowed to come. Uh, your family, you have you have five family members. You can write down on the list, okay, cool. and so one of their they are allowed to come and hang out an hour before chapel and stay an hour after. Yeah. So this one lady comes and she comes to. She's not even the mom of this guy. She's really like his surrogate mom or caretaker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she decides to come and he wants to leave so bad. So he is 
manipulating her and and she just is like she doesn't know what to do mm. and I'm like she's like she so she's going to let him go. I said, "What are you doing?" Mm. I said, "You cannot let him go home with you." Well, well, what, you know, what, what should I do? I said, "You should tell him no." Yeah. Tell him no, he can't go home and he's got to finish the program. He needs help. So she does that. Then she sits down with him again and then I about 5 minutes I look over and she's letting him use her cell phone, which totally oh is against gosh. the rules anyway, oh boy. so that he can call someone to come pick him up. Wow. I looked at her. I said, ma'am, what are you doing? Yeah, wow. Well, he just wanted to call somebody to try to get a ride. What, why are you letting him use your phone? Yeah. Well, I, I can't tell him no. Y yes, yeah. you, yes, you can. Yeah. You definitely can tell him no. Go get your phone. Okay. Yeah. And and tell him no. Yeah, for right? sure. Right. Yeah. So the guy is just a constant problem the entire evening. She leaves. He's coming up. He's screaming and yelling. And we've already listen. He already went out, got drunk. Yeah. While he was out off the mountain, off of, yeah. out of our program for a little bit, he went out on like a, a ministry outing. Got drunk. Messed up. Came back drunk. Broke our property. Some things on our property. Just oh, totally. Just was just bad. Just wow. horrible. So we released him. Right? Because he wanted to leave anyway. Then he calls the next day. And this lady who enables him calls, and we let him back in. And then we go through this, the, what I just talked about. You know, she's letting his phone. He wants to leave. He hates yeah. us. He hates everybody. Finally, he's so irate. I'm like, you know what? I have to make a decision here. And mm -hmm. the first thing that comes to my mind is 1 Corinthians 5. Yeah. Okay? If anybody's familiar with 1 Corinthians 5, and parents and, and people, you, should, you might want to get in on this a little bit and hear about it. But 1 Corinthians 5 is Paul is dealing with the Corinthian church that is just really not doing well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're part of the body, but they are having all types of problems. They're, they're immoral. They're greedy. Uh, they're just sinning. It's just bad, right? Yeah. And it's inside the church. So Paul basically says, and I'm going to go down to, I'm going to kind of skip to the bottom um, because... I want you to, if I go through the whole thing, it'll take a little bit, but let me, let me find out. Let me see where exactly where it is here. Ba, 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 ba. Let me find this thing. Okay. Where do I, it's first one of these fives. Let me find it. Hold on. Where the <laughs> heck is it? Gosh, dang it. Then you'll be a fool if I said anyone post. Basically says, basically says that he has to really turn that person over to Satan mm. Let me let me let me just uh, let me Google this here so I can because I can't find it. First Corinthians five. Yeah, first Corinthians. Right. Just just put turn them over to Satan. If you Google, it, it'll come up. So basically, what he says is he's going to turn them over to Satan mm. because their flesh needs to be crushed. Okay, and I don't. He's not saying that they need to be uh, crushed in a point of like death. Yeah. He's saying that that flesh needs to be broken to yeah. a, to a point of uh, like. Um, like, well, there's nothing left. Correct. Like, to the point where, where you're at your bottom. Yeah. So he, he basically says, look, if this person's not going to submit, mm -hmm. what you need, you have to draw the line, right? Yeah. You, you can't help him anymore. You can't support him anymore. And you have to release them to Satan. Let Satan do his work. Let the flesh become crushed yeah. so that he is in a place where now he can actually be humble enough to be restored. Mm. And unfortunately, that's what I had to do with this young man. Wow. We were to the point where there was just no, it, it was, he was irate. He hated everybody, cursing, threatening that he was going to 
to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to make a decision, and this is why I, I hate these decisions. Yeah. I, this is the, the part of the job I hate. But yeah. first, I'm sitting there, and First Corinthians 5 came to my mind, and it just said, Sean, you got to turn him back over to Satan. Because mm. that's what he wants. And that what you know, and then obviously when you do that though, I mean, you have to pray. Oh, absolutely. You have to pray. Absolutely. I mean, God, please let him get broken. Let his f- flesh get crushed though. Absolutely. But we pray that you would keep him alive, keep him safe, and bring him to a humble spot so that he can come back absolutely. and get help. Yeah. I remember when I was in I was in college, um, one of the pastors did a chapel and he gave like the analogy of how Sometimes in our lives, we've like we've created our own pots, like you know what I mean, our own vessel. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God wants to create us into what He wants, and the only way He can do that is to completely break the pot, break it back down to dust, make it clay again, so then He can remold it. That's right. You know, so to be molded, to be shaped, to be moved, to grow, it's first be broken. That's right. And that's hard. That's yes. hard to watch someone be right. broken. It's hard to let somebody fall apart it's hard to watch your loved one hit rock bottom right but that's where prayer and intercession and and uh accountability we talked about last week last week you know having accountability with your loved ones that are in agreement with you yeah. you know what i mean yes. that restoration yes. will happen pull that weed out right. stop putting miracle growing that's it, it. that's pull right. that weed that's right you know it's gonna hurt yep. but in the end the growth is gonna be amazing yep yep yeah yep. for sure so that's good that's good david so i found it first corinthians 5 5 i, I don't know why i didn't i, I mean i was in first corinthians 5 i just couldn't <laughs> see this scripture but it says hand this man over to satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord. Amen. And that's really what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. We need the spirit to be saved. Absolutely. Okay, but you're not going to help them do that by constantly reinforcing the error in their in their life. Yeah. Right? For there sure. has to be a time we have to draw the line and you have to say, look, and this is hard for parents to do. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And, and I tell them all the time they don't want to listen to me. They do they just can't listen. They don't want to listen to the instructions of what I'm telling them. And they don't draw that line. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you another perfect example. There is a young man that me and Michelle did an intervention for um, about two months ago. Nah, maybe maybe two and a half months, three months ago. We did an intervention for this young man, um, and and it and it started off it started off rough. Then he broke while we're at the intervention, and he decided he would go get help. Now he decided he wasn't going to go uh, that night. Yep. I was already against that, right? Mm. Uh, and nobody really supported me in that. So I said, okay. He said, well, I'm going to go tomorrow. He said, well, I have, I have some animals. I, I want, uh, you know, I need help with the animals. And we, so we had that set up. His mom was going to take the animals. He was going to go to a detox. And then right after the detox, we had him going to a six-month inpatient program called okay. America's Keswick. It's a faith-based recovery mm-hmm. place, right? Yep. So the next day, he's, he's going. And now come to find out, he doesn't give the dogs to his mom the dogs stay with the using girlfriend. Okay. okay. So now the dogs aren't in the spot, and the parents mm-hmm. let it happen. Problem number one, right? Follow through with the plan exactly as it's told. So they let the mm-hmm. dogs stay with the girlfriend instead of the dogs going with the mom, um, which kept the door open for him to have a conversation and see the girlfriend, because yep. I said, you got to cut the girlfriend off. Mm-hmm. So they take him to the detox, and then while at the detox... Instead of going to the place we were going to send him to, the inpatient place, the girlfriend makes arrangements for him to go to a sober living house. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you how well sober living houses work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a lot of them work that well. Yeah. Okay. So I said, look, this is a bad idea. 
I said, if you're his family, and this is what I told the family too, I said, if he deviates from the script mm-hmm. at all in any which way, you have to, yep. without, a, without a doubt, cut him off. It has to be over. Mm-hmm. You can't help him. No more rides. Make him walk. No money. No nothing. No contact. Yeah. So what do they do? I, they don't listen to me and, and force him to go to the other one. They encourage him. Great. We're just happy you're going to get help anywhere. Yeah. So he goes to the sober living house. Yeah. Any help is good help. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, the right help Correct. is good help. Yes. Okay? So two things they didn't want to listen and do. Mm. So they enabled him to manipulate the system and get get what he wants. Yeah. So now he's in that. He doesn't finish, obviously. Three, Two weeks later, three weeks later, he's back with the girlfriend. Oh, man. Using again. Mm. And now to come find out he is in he could be in some like he could be in some serious trouble right now. Oh man. There are some things going on with him that are bad. He's using bad. Uh he's probably gonna it's just not good. Yeah. Okay. And this is why I tell parents all the time, or family members or whoever involved in these situations, you have to do exactly as we've agreed upon. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you do not, you are going to enable them to get their way. And their way is the wrong way. Yeah, it's not the right way, mm-hmm. right? Correct. I don't. I don't understand why why people do not listen when it comes to that. Yeah. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take another quick break, real fast. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play my Joy song because you know I like my Joy yes. song. Yes. But I can't. Oh, there it is. There right, it is. I'll be right back.
joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. It just never gets old. Correct. It's kind of like upbeat, right? Yes. Kind of just gets you like ready to groove, ready to move. Kind of like that stuff. Yes. Like the Hillsong White album. Yes. I like that album. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not a huge Hillsong. Well, okay. I, I, yeah. I have to be honest. I'm not a big like Christian music kind of like, I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Bro, Christian music is, is pretty freaking legit, man. Yeah, it's good. And, and Hillsong, you know, I don't like their doctrine. Uh, or any of that stuff, but I do kind of <laughs> like their music. The only problem that I have with Christian music is this, and I'll leave it alone, is when you make the music your doctrine. Okay. Yes. When it becomes like your your like philosophy, mm-hmm. philosophical view yeah, of God. Absolutely. You know, it's how you define God through the yeah. music. You yep. don't. You're not using scripture anymore, and you hear these songs and these quotes and these little things, and they yeah. just become your way of life, and yeah. they replace a lot of things that you should be doing. Right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. You know, but like getting in the word, studying the word, going to church, you know. Okay. Oh, I just put this, you know, I just put Christian music on. I'm good. Well, no. Yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. That's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's refreshing and it's nice, but man cannot live by Christian music alone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. So back to the enabling thing. So here's what we're going to do. I think we got about how much time we got left? 15 minutes. Uh, we got about 15 minutes. About man. 15 minutes. Yeah. So we're going to go over a few, to- a few tips here. Mm hmm. Uh, that I think are valuable tips that most people uh, either don't know mm. or um, aren't applying uh, to the situations that are in. So, and first of all, enabling really is a habit. Mm. Enabling is a habit. Yeah, it's not really something that you kind of just do. It's it's something that is a habit. It's you, a conscious you're, decision. You're, yeah, and it's a habit yeah. for you though. Yeah, it's something that you do more than just in one situation. It's kind of like a, a the kind of person you are. You're an enabler. Yeah. So it's a habit, but those habits can be broken, and mm-hmm. it's almost like you have a drug addiction, mm-hmm. and I have an addiction of enabling. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And when me and you get together, it's not good. Yeah. For yeah. sure. No, for not for sure. So. Yeah. Mm. Tip number one. You ready? You might want to write this down. Boom, ready. You don't have to, but I'm just saying. These are important. People, if you're listening, you might want to write these down. Gain support from peers. Yeah. Okay? Do not try to, first of all, stop enabling by yourself. Yeah. And do not try to help somebody who needs help by yourself. Correct. Right? There is a multitude of, what's it, what's it, uh... Uh, there is success in a multitude of counselors. Correct. Right? Proverbs yeah. says there's success in a multitude of counselors. Yep. So if you want to be successful in what you're trying to work on with somebody Absolutely. and trying to stop enabling, do it with a multitude of counselors. So Absolutely. gain support from your peers. And they have a lot of different things. And one thing I would say is sometimes, like, this is why I like when people come to overcomers who aren't addicts. Yeah. But they come because they learn about mm-hmm. addictive behaviors, about enabling, and they take those tools with them. So when they're dealing with other people, mm-hmm. they have tools to use. So Absolutely. one thing you might want to do is if you are an enabler or you are dealing with somebody and you're catching yourself enabling them, is start going to community groups. Yeah, absolutely. Like come to Overcomers. Yeah. Friday night, 7, seven o'clock. o'clock. Be there, be square. Mm, do people yes. still say that? I guess, sure. I don't know. I mean, I do. Let's bring it back. Let's do it. Mm, be, be there, there be, be square. square. Love it. All right. So, 7 o'clock Friday nights, Overcomers Radio Hour, uh, or Overcomers. <laughs> 10 o'clock at night, Overcomers Radio Hour. But you definitely want to gain support from peers, right? That would be number one. Number two, talk openly about it. Yeah. 
talk openly about what you're dealing with. Absolutely. You know, what you're dealing with, what the person is dealing with. Yep. When you get with your peers, talk openly about it, right? Correct. That will break some chains. Yeah. Right? Some things sure. that are holding you in bondage. One, if you're enabling somebody, you need to talk openly about it so that the peer can help you understand yep. what you're doing wrong. Correct. Right? Have yep. a teachable spirit. Absolutely. I love people who have teachable spirits. Yeah. Accountability okay. only works when you're honest. That's right. You know? Right. And if Absolutely. you are uh, have a teachable spirit, that person can help you out of the situation you're in. Okay? Sure. So talk openly about it. Gain support from peers. And this is what I just said. Work in teams. Yeah. Okay? Get people who know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. Um, so like for me, like people when they have uh, kids or family members or whatever who are battling addiction, mm -hmm. people, you know, they call me. Yeah. And I get it. And that's good. I'm glad that they do. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you want me, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You want me part of your team. For sure. I, and I want to be a part of your team. Yes. Yeah. Um, if I have to work with somebody on, like even a teen challenge now, if, if I'm dealing with somebody and it's a spiritual thing, hmm. I go to my lead campus pastor, Pastor Bradley, you know, and I say, hey, listen, I'm working with this guy. Uh, he's talking to me, but he's talking about some spiritual things. You're the lead campus pastor. It's what you do. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can help too, yeah. but... I bring somebody in who has some more knowledge, right? For sure. Because that makes sense. Yeah. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. All right? So work in teams. Here's a good one. Uh, we talked about this just a few minutes ago, too. Do not make excuses or cover up the behavior. Yes. Okay? You got to confront the behavior that the person's mm -hmm. doing. You, gotta, you can't uh, make an excuse for them. Um, you know, whatever excuse it is, um, their eyes are red because they just work late. Oh, he's tired. Oh, he yeah. works a lot of hours. Yeah. That's what I hear a lot of times. Mm -hmm. oh, they're tired. They just work a lot of hours. No, they don't work a lot of hours. Yeah. They're not tired. Okay? Yep. They're staying up all night. Absolutely. Partying, doing whatever they're doing, messing up. Yeah. Their eyes are red and their eyes are, their, their pupils are pins because they're using drugs. Absolutely. Like confrontation, and this is what a lot of people don't want to do. They don't want to confront people or confront the situation, but yeah. uh, you have to. Yeah, I mean, like, like for me, you know, it's like the oh well, his legs are in pain, you know. what I mean, that's why he needs he needs to take the pills because he's in pain. Right. I right. mean, I was, but I right. I didn't need to do exactly what I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's that enabling, like you were saying. You know, no, stop making excuses. Right. David has a problem. Yes, David has. Right. <laughs> you know, Sean has yeah. a problem. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It's not. You know, yeah. he's not. Um, He's not tired. Yeah, He's correct. Not, you know, his eyes aren't red because his contacts are <laughs> yeah, not fitting right. in his eye yeah, right. Yeah, my you know? eyes are dry. Right, uh, this is my yeah. new contacts. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. bro. No. Yeah. Okay, so don't do that, people. Yes, please. Do not make excuses or cover up behavior. Here's a big one. Ready? Oh, here's a big one. Don't buy or offer drugs or alcohol to the user. Yeah, you know, if yeah. if if Kenny comes home, I don't know why I came with the name Kenny, but it just sounded good. Yeah. If Kenny comes home and he's like, "Mom, take me to the the uh, the store so I can buy a six pack," don't please don't do that. Yeah. You, if Kenny's got a problem, you know he's a problem. Yeah. Don't feel bad for him. He's and take him to the store and buy. And you know what's what drives me crazy mm. is that parents or people will do that. Yeah. They yep. will do that, thinking that that they're just being nice and that they're helping them out. Correct. Because if he, if I get him a six-pack, he'll stay home and drink it. Yeah. He won't go to the bar and get smashed and, and maybe die on and driving home. Mm -hmm. You know, So I'll just get him, let him get drunk here at the house. Yeah. Doesn't matter where he drinks it, he still has a problem. Correct. Right. Absolutely. They're, Houston, 
We have a problem. We have a problem. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's another one too. Um, and, I, and 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 I've seen family members or people try to get people out of trouble. Is let law enforcement do their job. Let me tell you what my mom used to pray for me for. Please, Lord, let my son get arrested. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know why? Because number one, if I got arrested, she would know that I was safe, mm-hmm. that I wasn't dead, and that I would be forced to sober up. Right, mm. because I'm not gonna. I mean, you can't yeah. have drugs in jail, but it's a little yeah, different. Yeah. You're gonna sober up though yeah, first, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Right. So, do not get involved and try to hide things when law enforcement's in in front. Don't be afraid to call. Unless I tell people all the time, I've told parents multiple times, and of course, they don't listen again. Mm-hmm. I say, they just stole money from you. Call the, call the police. police. Yeah. Yep. Call the police. Mm-hmm. For sure. If you don't call the police, they're not going to learn. And then they're going to steal from somebody else. Yeah. And it's going to be substantially worse because they might steal from the wrong person and get shot. Absolutely. Or they're going to steal something of high value and somebody else is going to call the police on them. And then now yeah, we're way past the point of you saying, I just want them to get help and then I'll drop the charges. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Because not everybody's going to do that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So let law enforcement do their job. Don't bail them out either. Yes, please. Please don't bail oh, yeah, them out. No. Now, this is, and I, listen, I'm only speaking on experience because my wife, I would um, get in trouble and I'd be like, bail me out. Mm. Bail me out. And she knew she shouldn't have bailed me out. Yeah. But well. she did anyway. Mm. Because she loved me. Yeah. Or she wanted me to come home and help her with the kids, one mm. or the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, she loved me. So, But don't, I tell parents all the time, don't stop bailing them out. Absolutely. Let them sit in there for a little while. Yeah. Or... Don't let, you know, give them some story. Well, I'm going to send them to rehab. They didn't want to go to rehab. If I bail them out, they said they'd go to rehab. Okay, listen. I'll say anything to get out of jail. Me too. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know? No, no. Let the court stick them in rehab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Let them sit in rehab. Yep. Go to the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Go to the public defender. Go to your lawyer and say, oh, we yeah. want to mandate it to a rehab. Absolutely. He wants rehab. We want to mandate to rehab. Yep. And then they'll transfer him to yep. a rehab. For sure. Okay. Also, work with a counselor. Yeah. Work with somebody or a mentor or somebody who has experience in this. Uh, go with them and work with them and try to get the person to meet with them too. But if not, at least you go meet with them and get some counseling on the situation. So you understand. Absolutely. So peer groups, things like that. Yeah. And then individual counseling from either a professional, if you can afford one, or somebody yeah. who knows what they're doing. Absolutely. Right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I Absolutely. mean, go get some help. If you can't get that person help, get yourself some help so that you can maybe help. Yes. That I think person. it's okay too to, like, as a parent, I don't want to be like, oh my gosh, I failed and I can't do this. But, you know, it's okay to say, you know what? I don't know how to do this. I need That's to right. ask for help. Again, right. teamwork makes you dream work. That's you right. You know what I mean? Yep. Get get some help. Yeah. Ask. And then, well, one of these comments is really cool. And don't. Help them replace one addiction for another. Oh, my gosh. You know, now, oh, that's a good time. So we got a few more minutes left. I'm going to bring that up real quick. That's very good. Number one, humble yourself and realize that you don't know what to do. That's correct. Get some help. But Mm -hmm. do not replace one addiction for another. And I'll tell you how that happens at Teen Challenge. Mm. They stop using, right? And then they go start working out. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. So the gym was opened six days a week. Like two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, two hours at night. Six days a week. Yeah. Okay? So guys were going to the gym three times a day, six days a week. Jacked. Yeah. I said, listen. I said, we're changing the gym schedule. Yeah. The, you know, the, the, mm. the, you know, where they can work out. I said, they're just replacing. Yeah. All they're doing is working out to pass the time to go by. Yep. 
and replacing one addiction for another. So the behavior, see, stop using is the easy part. Correct. It's that beha- addictive behavior that's hard to change. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I changed it to four days a week, two times a day that they can go in, either morning or night. Oh, cool. right. Yeah, now, yeah, that's cool. because I changed the schedule, the work schedule, too, and how the academics are, mm-hmm. some guys can only go in the morning because they're busy during the hours that it's open at night. And the ones who have a different schedule, they can only go at night because they're busy in the morning when the hours it's open. So, yeah. it really, they can only go four times a week. Mm. Okay. Now, yeah. I took a lot of heat for that. All the guys are like, this stinks. You're the worst. We hate you, blah, blah, blah. And I basically told them, I said, I don't really care if you hate me yeah. because I care about your soul. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And what I, if you leave here a new creation and you've built better behavioral patterns yeah. and you're successful, absolutely. I will be ecstatic that you hated me. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah. let me tell you what will happen after you leave and you see your life getting better, you will love me. Absolutely. Because you'll be like, man. That was yeah. it. That's what I needed. For sure. I needed correction on be- mm-hmm. my behavior. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And last stuff. but not least, and then we're going to go because I'm tired. <laughs> I really am. Don't stop emphasizing that they need help. Yeah. Or treatment. Mm-hmm. Constantly, basically, and I don't want to say brand that into their mind. Yeah. But every time you see them, bring up treatment. Yeah. Bring up getting help. How can I, listen, I can't do this for you, but I can offer you help. Absolutely. I can't give you the money, but I can take, I'll pay for you to go into a place to get help with your addiction. For sure. That's yeah. always the answer that should follow. Correct. I won't do that for you because I know it's going to enable you and it's going to, it could kill you, but I will get you help. Yeah. I will get you treatment. I will get you counseling. I'll give you a ride to the program. Yep. All those kind of things, but never stop emphasizing that they need help. Absolutely. All right. That's huge. It's huge. It is. Right? You know, it's ten fifty-seven. 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 That means we can shut her down. So listen, everybody. Hopefully, you learned a little something out of that, and you know where the boundary is between being nice and enabling. Okay. Mm-hmm. If someone's dealing with some issues and you're not helping them uh, out of those issues, and you're just continuing to give them things that can keep those in you in those issues, you're enabling. Okay. Yeah. Stop enabling. If you're not sure, then please, by all means, uh, call me if you want. Call the radio station. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, email, text, come to Overcomers uh, Group on Friday nights. Please, if you're unsure, reach out to us, and we will help you figure out where you are with that situation. Absolutely. Guide you through it, and then uh, make sure that you're doing the right thing. What, Becca? Why you got that? Where's Faithful Faith? Faithful Faith didn't call in, but, you know, I really didn't take any calls. I didn't say any calls, anything like that. True. But it is late. And I want to go home anyway. <laughs> so it's okay, Faithful Faith, because I've seen her making lots of comments yeah, on, on the feed. Mm-hmm. So we let her go with just a feed tonight. Faith, you know we love you. You always call in. So thank you always all the time. Everybody else who tuned in, thank you so much for listening. David, thanks for showing up, hanging Dude, out with me. thanks for having me, man. Be- for Becca, sure. thanks for uh, coming out and uh, hanging out with your pops. I love you, <laughs> yeah, little girl. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to put the music back on. Y'all have a wonderful evening. This is Life Radio WIFI, 1460 AM, Florence, Burlington. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. President Trump says he's considering a plan to pressure Democrats to support his border policies by placing illegal immigrants in sanctuary cities. They say we have open arms. They're always saying they have open arms. Let's see if they have open arms. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, whose district would be affected by the plan, says the notion is unworthy of the presidency and would use migrants and children as political pawns. New restrictions on transgender service members are now in effect, nearly two years after President Trump tweeted he would ban them from serving. The new policy requires troops to serve in their biological
unequal sex, and the military will no longer pay for sex reassignment surgeries unless a service member has already been receiving treatment. President Trump has argued transgender medical care is too costly. I think I'm doing the military a great favor. The fight over the policy is not over, as the issue plays out in four different lawsuits. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. This is Fox News. 